Today's scripture is from Mark chapter 10, verses 13 to 16. People were bringing little children to him in order that he might touch them. And the disciples spoke sternly to them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and said to them, Let the little children come to me. Do not stop them. For it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. And he took them up in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. This is the word of God for the people of God. You may be seated. Some of the best things in life come in really small packages, uh, which at times can be a little disappointing because I'm pretty big. I think I'm pretty great at times, but, uh, but some of the best moments that I've had in life kind of came through the, the small moments that I hadn't anticipated or expected or really previously had just kind of looked right over. Uh, one of our traditions at Christmas is on Christmas Eve, uh, we always get to open uh, one present after we get home from church on Christmas Eve. And so one Christmas, uh, I decided uh, that the big, large, massive present under the tree had my name all over it that night. That was going to be the one I was going to go to. And, uh, and as soon as I pulled it out, my mom said, no, not that one. Uh, and so you can imagine my disappointment of all this anticipation of for weeks I have seen this large present sitting under the tree uh, just waiting for me uh, to rip it to pieces to figure out what was on the inside. And so she said, uh, that one's got to wait till tomorrow. And so I ended up opening up a different present that night, which y'all, I can't even tell you what it was. It was just that disappointing. But the next morning, I came, and y'all know which present I made a beeline for on Christmas morning. And once again, my mother said, no, not yet. Not that one. And instead, she handed me an envelope that had just been sitting on the tree that maybe that Christmas had looked like the least exciting present <laughs> that I could be getting. But as I opened it up, I found out that she had gotten me a year's worth of guitar lessons. And the big package that I was eager to jump into was a guitar. Uh, but that car, guitar was going to be useless without the lessons. And I hadn't asked for a guitar. I hadn't wanted a guitar. I hadn't even thought about that being something that I wanted to get into. But... After taking those lessons, that ended up being the vehicle uh, that really kind of brought me into ministry in a really powerful way. And if I had just opened the one box with, with a guitar and no real context of what I was supposed to do with it, uh, I would have been really confused on Christmas morning. But that small envelope that I had looked over, didn't even see it, wasn't really that excited about when she handed it to me, really just not only transformed that Christmas, but really had a key part of transforming my life. Over the last couple weeks, uh, we've been talking about zooming out 
seeing the bigger picture. And, and what we talk about is a lot of times uh, the big picture um, is something that allows us to see God kind of moving around the edges that when we're so zoomed in on a problem or we're so zoomed in on a hardship or a difficulty or something that's taken up all of our time and all of our attention, uh, really sometimes it can get to see uh, that, that things are a little bit overwhelming because we just move from one thing that's dominating our attention to the next. But, but when we take a step back, when we zoom out, we can sometimes see a much bigger picture of what God is doing. There have been some big days and some big moments in life uh, that we were anticipating and looking forward to that once they came about really kind of let us down. But then just as often, maybe even more so, there's been small moments, unanticipated moments, moments that we had just walked past or looked over or didn't think had anything significant to give us at all. But a small word, a small encouragement, or a text, or a phone call, or even just a small glimpse that God gave us to let us know that God was listening to us. Those small, uh, almost insignificant moments have changed my life in so many more ways than the big moments ever had. And so today, uh, we talk about zooming out. And being able to see some of the other things that before just didn't seem to fit into our picture. Last week, we talked about giants. We talked about big things. We talked about Goliath-sized problems that stand in front of us that we just really can't seem to see the story past. And today, we're talking about the non-giants. We're talking about the littlest ones among us. We're talking about the little moments and the opportunities uh, that we so often look past and yet, in faith, have a way of really showing us the depths and the greatness of God's kingdom among us. In our scripture this morning, in the Gospel of Luke, we have uh, Jesus teaching his disciples. And Jesus is teaching his disciples uh, some pretty deep stuff. Jesus is talking about divorce. Jesus is talking about wealth and what to do with it. Uh, Jesus is talking about death and resurrection. And as often as Jesus talked about death and resurrection, and as often as the disciples still seem to get it wrong every single time, these are some tough teachings. These are some tough moments that, that they're really trying to understand these finer points and these finer lessons of what Jesus is trying to tell them. These important stories of not only learning about your faith, but how faith is lived out in our relationships, in our resources, in our time, and our attention. And Jesus is giving them uh, some deep stuff. But he keeps getting interrupted. He keeps getting interrupted by those that are not necessarily interested in those teachings right then in that moment, but are just interested in getting closer to him. And not only are they drawing closer to him, but they're bringing those that they love, those that are so important to them. They're bringing their children. They're bringing their families. They're bringing all the ones that make noise, that are messy, that get in the way, that disrupt plans. And the disciples are getting pretty frustrated. <laughs> because everything that they need out of that moment, everything that they're waiting for, has to keep getting put on hold as people are bringing their children 
to come and to see Jesus. Just to be, just to be touched by him. Just to be blessed by him. Just, just to have a moment to be in his presence. And it says that the disciples spoke sternly to the parents, to the children. Kind of trying to shut it down. Trying to block the way. Trying to make them feel guilty about uh, interrupting and making a spectacle. But as much as the disciples spoke sternly, it says Jesus <laughs> indignantly talked to the disciples. Spoke to them. As if to say, how dare you ever try to get in the way of someone coming to me? And these ones that are, you're trying to, to keep out, these ones that you just think are in the way, are in fact showing you the way of what my kingdom is all about. Are in fact showing you the way of what grace and love and drawing into my presence should look like. Now the children in this story are pulling kind of some heavy duty. Uh, in some ways, they, they kind of carry the story kind of as a vehicle. And, and we read it a little bit differently in kind of our American culture uh, than in the way that uh, maybe first century uh, Israel and Palestine would kind of see this. Our, our ideas about children and where they're prioritized in our culture are, are just a little bit different. And so when the disciples are talking to uh, the parents, they're talking to the children and these young people, uh, the ones that they're seeing are in the way. Really what it is, is they're talking to who they see at this point as non-people, as insignificant, as ones that they don't have any value that they can bring to this situation. There's nothing you can give us. There's nothing you can teach us. You're really just in the way. And you're stopping us from hearing about the way that Jesus is trying to teach us. And so as we think about those that are the smallest among us, it's easy to see Jesus' point over the disciples. That the children among us, they show us joy. They show us energy. They show us excitement. They show us how easily like things like trust Things like forgiveness can actually be. They are the ones in our, in, our, in our families, in our communities, that most of their lives are dominated by relationships. By the way that they care about others and the way that people care about them. And almost in the same way <clears throat> that the disciples were the ones trying to keep them back. So often we're the ones that instead of welcoming them, teach the lessons that they learn on how to not trust, how to not forgive, how to create barriers. And so the children really in these stories kind of carry the vehicle of what it means for us to push other people away. Who are those among us that we see as insignificant? That we see as not valuable? They don't, they don't benefit us in any way. They don't bring anything to the table. There's, there's nothing that we can really draw from them or learn from them. They really just get in the way. 
There's so many opportunities that we have that uh, in the midst of us searching for what we need and what we want, that we just walk right past. Relationships that we look over, opportunities that we miss, that in our search of where we feel like we're headed in life, that we're so zoomed in on our goals, we're so zoomed in into our appetites and our agendas that we miss everything along the edges. And we push out everything that doesn't seem valuable. We push out everything that doesn't seem significant, that doesn't feel like it's going to bring us any worth at all. So that's really where we find the children in this particular story. The ones that we push off to the side. The ones that we tell them to wait their turn. And so as Jesus turns the tables on the disciples as he's so often to do. To say, for as much time as you spend with me, you sure get it wrong a lot. He welcomes the children. He has them coming to him. He picks them up on his knee. He lays his hand upon their head and he blesses them. And then he goes even further and says, if you don't come like one of these children, then you're going to miss the very kingdom of God. The ones that we walk right past in life, the ones that we don't see as any value, the ones we see as a significant, are often the ones that have fought the hardest in life, that have pushed the hardest, that have found opportunities to move through hardship and keep pushing, even though hope was difficult to see, that joy felt so elusive in their lives. They're often the ones that have pushed through and, and, and remained faithful enough to try to find hope and joy and peace in some of the hardest moments of life. And Jesus says those are the ones that we felt are in the way are in fact showing us the way of what this faith looks like in life. And what can we learn from them? And what can they show us and teach us? Who are we welcoming to come into the very kingdom of God? Extending invitations and of grace and of mercy. That sometimes we might be so zoomed in on trying to work out the finer points of our life and our needs and our attention that we might be missing the bigger picture of the relationships and the grace and the mercy that truly transforms this world. If we miss the relationships then the teachings don't make any sense at all. And we come and we build the very kingdom of God. When not only we draw closer to God, but where we make space to bring others along with us.